good, baby, yeah, it's time to go. Come and kick it with the host with the most mojo. Got the number one daily podcast in the game. MC Matty Pace, I came to entertain. Your one-stop shop for everything dope. Make you laugh, make you think, and I'll even give you hope. So while you laid back with your phone in your palm, subscribe and log on, MattyMoShow.com. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Matty Pace coming at you live from the Matty Mo Show, the host, the most mojo. And as you heard, log on to MattyMoShow.com where you can get to over 12 platforms that you can get all my episodes for free listening download. No. But without any further ado, it is my distinct honor and pleasure to deliver straight to you episode 859, one that is so surreal, sweet, and divine because it is none other than Sunye Inspirations. Ladies and gentlemen, that's right. Hello and welcome to this week's special edition of Sunday Inspirations, where as always, I have some positive, inspiring, impacting, and empowering feel-good news stories that you will not hear anywhere else, I guarantee it. All the stories for tonight's Epicast are brought to you by goodnewsnetwork.org, so be sure to go on and check them out, but without any further ado, let's jump into the first story of the night now, shall we? Today's first story that I have prepared for you is absolutely remarkable. If you know someone who suffers from blindness, you may want to share this with them because scientists have developed a new way for the blind to see once again, but not with their eyes. In this amazing story entitled, Scientists Use Electrode Implants to Help Blind People See Shapes and Letters All Without Using Their Eyes, published by Good News Network, May 19th, 2020. Scientists have come up with a groundbreaking new way for blind people to see by delivering visual information directly to the brain rather than through damaged eyes. For most adults who lose their vision, blindness generally occurs as a result of damage to the eyes or optic nerve while the brain remains intact. Researchers have long proposed a workaround to this condition by developing a device that could pass images from a camera straight to the brain, skipping the eyes in the process. Now, in a new paper published in the journal Cell, a team of investigators from Baylor College of Medicine in Houston revealed that they are one step closer to that goal. The researchers describe an approach in which they used implanted electrodes to trace shapes on the surface of the visual cortex that participants were able to see. When we used electrical stimulation to dynamically trace letters directly onto patients' brains, they were able to see the intended letter shapes and could correctly identify different letters, said senior author Dr. Daniel Yoshore, a professor of neurosurgery at Baylor. They described seeing glowing spots or lines forming the letters like skywriting. Previous attempts to stimulate the visual cortex have proven far less successful. Earlier methods treated each electrode like a pixel in a visual display, stimulating many of them simultaneously. Participants could detect spots of light, but found it hard to discern visual objects or forms. Study first author Professor Michael Buchamp said, rather than trying to build shapes from multiple spots of light, we traced outlines. Our inspiration for this was the idea of tracing a letter in the palm of someone's hand. The investigators then tested the approach in four sighted people who had electrodes implanted in their brains to monitor epilepsy and two blind people who had electrodes implanted over their visual cortex. Stimulation of these multiple electrodes
episodes in sequences produced perceptions of shapes that subjects were able to correctly identify as specific letters. Researchers believe that the new approach demonstrates that it could be possible for blind people to regain the ability to detect and recognize forms, although there are many obstacles to perfecting the technique. The primary visual cortex where the electrodes were implanted contains half a billion neurons. In this study, we stimulated only a small fraction of these neurons with a handful of electrodes, said Buchamp. An important next step will be to work with neuroengineers to develop electrode arrays with thousands of electrodes, allowing us to stimulate more precisely. Together with new hardware, improved stimulation algorithms will help realize the dream of delivering useful visual information to blind people, he also concluded. Now, how about that? Am I right? Like I said in the introduction, this story is absolutely remarkable, and I hope that someone can benefit from this. It was too good not to share and if you want to see a little diagram as well of how this better explains the process visually just go to the good news network website click the title of this article on the homepage, and scroll towards the bottom where you will find what you are looking for and now it is time to roll right on into our second story of the evening and this one is pretty inspiring as well while the emphasis on hand washing and sterilization has become ultra high since the set in of this pandemic a nonprofit found Foundation has taken steps to help the community around them, including the homeless as well. Enjoy this story entitled, People Are Installing Portable Hand Washing Sinks for the Homeless in Cities Across the United States, published by McKinley Corbley, May 18th, 2020. Portable sinks are being installed across the United States as a means of helping homeless people wash their hands amidst the novel coronavirus outbreaks. Over the course of the last two months, Love Beyond Walls, a Georgia-based nonprofit dedicating to helping the homeless, has been setting up dozens of hand-washing stations in areas popularly visited by rough sleepers. Terrence Lester, the founder who had been homeless himself as a teenager, told Katie Couric on her new YouTube show, The Bright Side, that he started the Love Sinks In campaign with the hopes of supporting neglected people living in poverty during the pandemic. People would say things like, like, I'm fearing I'll contract the virus because I have nowhere to wash my hands, said Lester. Thankfully, the group has been able to scale up their operations thanks to their support from Grammy award-winning hip-hop artist Lecrae, who is also a friend of Lester's. Since Lecrae joined forces with the organization in March, several dozen sinks have been installed across the city of Atlanta, all of which are sanitized three times every day. Love Beyond Walls has also teamed up with other homeless charities to install sinks in cities like Birmingham, Austin, Columbus, San Bernardino, New Orleans, Baltimore, and New York City. Corrick surprised Lester during their interview by making a $10,000 donation that will pay for the installation of 50 more portable sinks. Now, what a great story and a really amazing act of this nonprofit, which has gotten so much love, donations, and help across the United States. If you'd like to also check out the video on this topic, just just hit up thegoodnewsnetwork.org, click the story title on the homepage, and scroll to the bottom where you will find what you are looking for. But what a solid way to start off the show, and let's see if we can now go three for three in our final story entitled, Canadian Government Buys Hotels to House Homeless People and Also Rehire Workers, published by Good News Network, May 20th, 2020. 
The British Columbian government has managed to provide housing for more than 200 homeless Canadians while simultaneously bringing economic support to struggling hotels during the COVID-19 crisis. This week, provincial legislators purchased the Comfort Inn Hotel in Victoria for $18.5 million as a means of sheltering homeless people living in street encampments amidst the pandemic. In addition to the hotel being equipped with 65 rooms for temporary accommodations, the province is also rehiring laid-off hotel workers to help manage the facility. Often people experiencing homelessness are not able to access the support and services that they need, said Shane Simpson, Minister of Social Development and Poverty Reduction. The purchase of the Comfort Inn, combined with medical and social supporters, will help make the transition from the street to permanent housing. This is not the first facility that the province has purchased to accommodate homeless people as well. In the city of Prince Rupert, the province purchased the former Raffles Inn Motel in order to convert it into a permanent supportive housing building with up to 48 units, each with private washrooms, showers, and mini kitchens. Once complete, the building will have have the capacity for a 35-space temporary shelter or an extreme weather response shelter by 2021. Both of these purchases are part of province-wide mission to build roughly 3,300 new affordable housing units for seniors, indigenous people, low-income families, women and children escaping abuse, students, and people experiencing or at risk of homelessness. According to the BC Housing Twitter page, 289 rough sleepers have already been moved into temporary housing for the duration of the pandemic. This is a substantial investment in our community and will provide housing for those who need it most, says Lisa Helps, mayor of the city of Victoria. This site has significant redevelopment potential to provide a range of affordable housing in the long term. I look forward to working with the community and with BC Housing to determine the long-term use of this site. People will have access to services such as meals, healthcare services, addiction treatment, harm reduction, storage for personal belongings, and other supports, including 24-7 staffing to provide security to residents of the building and the surrounding neighborhood. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, our third and final story of the evening, and I think we definitely capped it off the right way to hit a perfect three for three once again on this week's special edition of Sunday Inspirations. And shout out to British Columbia Canada for doing such an amazing thing not only helping the homeless and people in need but also bringing people back to work when they need it most so great move by the Canadian government and a truly inspiring and touching story now I would like to share with you the quote of the week for tonight's episode which is I believe in the forgiveness of sin and the redemption of ignorance and that was said by Adlai Stevenson but now stick around because the show isn't quite over yet the final thought is coming at you live in three two one let's get it to hold past mistakes over one's head is unacceptable indecent and harmful not just to those that you may be targeting but in your growth as an individual as well People often don't realize just how much they are subconsciously affecting their own happiness and mental health because they are judging the present or past actions of another human being. No one is perfect, including you. The energy and focus you pour into judgments and opinions is ultimately hurting you in the long run. You have the ability to help instead of hurt, forgive instead of ridicule, love and accept instead of hate and exile, but the choice is yours. Choose the path that you'd want 
want to have someone follow and feel accepted by, not the one that will hurt, smother, and hold back one's true potential. Re-insure faith in humanity by helping those around you become better individuals. Alright ladies and gentlemen, so thank you very much for tuning into this week's special edition of Sunny Inspirations. I hope y'all enjoyed it and make sure you tune back in with me tomorrow for a nice little way to start off your week. Well, you know that I will always be bringing you that heat, baby. But as for right now, this is Matty Pace coming at you live from the Matty Mo Show, the host, the most mojo, saying one life, one love, I'm out.